You're listening to The First Gen Coach. I'm your host, Carla Santamaria, a civic engagement professional turned mindset and career coach. As a first-gen immigrant, college grad, and corporate professional, I have experienced firsthand the many struggles and challenges that first-gen professional Latinas and women of color often face when navigating unfamiliar and unfriendly corporate environments. In this podcast, I will share insights for career success and will feature inspiring and successful first-gen women to share their journey and their stories. If you're ready to tap into a growing community of first-gen professionals, you've come to the right place. Hello, first-gen friends. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm going to be talking about how you can know when it's time to make a move in your career or when it's time to make a change in your career. And more specifically, five ways that you can know that it's time for this change. So let's dive right into it. The first sign that it's time to make a change is that you don't feel any joy in the workplace. You don't feel any joy in your job, in what you do. It's not fulfilling. You can't remember what it is that attracted you to that job in the first place. Or maybe you you know the things that you were initially doing that you thought brought you joy, either you're no longer doing the things that bring you joy or those things no longer bring you joy. Now, this might be a slightly controversial opinion, but I fully believe that you deserve a career that is fulfilling, a career that brings you joy. I've said this before and I've said it and I'll say it again. No, work isn't everything, but it is something. The professional is personal. The personal is professional. Okay. Like we are at our jobs 40 hours or more a week, you know, and how much are we thinking about it? And whether we're commuting or not, there is just a lot of our brain space that is taking up by our jobs. So you deserve to have a fulfilling career. You deserve to use your skills in a way that lets you know that you are contributing in a meaningful way. All right. So if you're not feeling that joy, if you're not feeling that drive, then you know that that's a sign that it's time to make a career move. The next sign that it's time to make a career move is there are no boundaries at your job or your boundaries are not respected. Now, I could go and do a whole episode on how to set boundaries at work. And I probably will do that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, In the meantime, you can listen to a live that I did towards the end of last year. Um, It was actually uh, one of the first lives that I did. It was about setting setting workplace boundaries. Uh, But again, for now, I'm just going to focus on if your boundaries are not being respected in the workplace, then it is a big red flag, a big, huge flashing sign that it's time to make a move. Because guess what? It is very hard to start establishing boundaries when, you know, your boss or your coworkers are not used to you having those boundaries. They're not used to respecting them. All of a sudden they're going to, you know, all sorts of things can happen. Like it's, it's, but 
it's mostly about them. They're feeling, you know, whatever resistance or whatnot they feel because you're setting boundaries, that's their issue, that's not your issue. Um, so if your boundaries are not being respected, it is time to make a move, all right? Because it is much easier to make a move and start establishing those boundaries from the beginning and move forward from there. So how do you establish boundaries when you're in a new role? Um, you actually start that from the moment that you are, you know, interacting with someone for an interview. Like, you know, if maybe they're emailing you on the weekend and you don't reply on the weekend, that's fine. That's a way that you're setting your boundaries and you're protecting your time and saying, hey, I'm not willing to discuss this outside of, you know, you know, Monday through Friday. That's fine. That's a boundary. Uh, there's many, many other boundaries, but if your boundaries are not being prote uh, protected or respected in your current workplace, then it's time to make a move. How do you know if your boundaries are not being respected? So I want you to ask yourself this question. It's like, when was the last time that I was upset at work? And so think about that for a second. Why were you upset? A lot of the time, the times, the reason that we're upset is that because we may have felt disrespected or we may have felt disregarded or we may have felt that our ideas were dismissed or we have felt that our agency was not respected, you know, or taken away in some way. These are all, again, these are all ways that somebody in your workplace is violating your boundaries and if that's the case again it's one of the signs that you are ready or in need of a new job what might it look like for somebody to be disrespecting your boundaries um, i use the example of email i mean that's our primary communication um, or maybe even slack or teams or however you and your team communicate if you're constantly getting you know, emails and notifications and, and there's an expectation that you respond outside of business hours, then you know that they're not respecting your work-life balance boundaries or your, you know, time in the office boundaries. Um, another type of boundary that can be disrespected is if, for example, you are being asked to do things that are at odds with your job description or at, at odds with your career values um, or at odds with your sense of safety or your sense of right and wrong. Like there's just a lot of, of different ways that this can be, um, this, this can show up in the workplace. So if you are feeling like your boundaries are being disrespected, like they're not being honored, then definitely it's time for a change. All right, the third sign that it is time to make a change in the workplace is if it's affecting your physical health. So maybe you're being overburdened or overtaxed or stressed under, you know, underappreciated, whatever may be going on. Maybe you can't even pinpoint it, but you find yourself irritable or you find yourself unable to sleep, or you find yourself, you know, like breaking out into rashes. Like I'm, I'm not a doctor, so obviously like make, you know, this is not medical advice, um, but I have seen this. I mean, I, I, I knew someone who I used to work with when she um, got a, a role and it was a, it was a nonprofit actually. 
So there was a lot of different demands and there was a lot of, of racial tensions that she experienced as a black woman moving into this predominantly white space. And there was a lot of like ideological conflicts and, and a lot of things going on in addition to the standard workplace stress. Well, she accepted that job and it was a leadership position and she lost 30 pounds from stress. Like it was such a concern. It was like she found herself at the doctor's office because of the stress from her job. And that is something that can happen to so many of us, maybe not to the extent where we're losing a, you know, significant number of weight from stress, maybe we're gaining a significant amount of weight from stress. All right. Um, or maybe because we just have, we're so emotionally drained that by the time we get home from work, maybe you don't want to cook. Maybe, you know, like you just find yourself at the drive through because that's all you have energy for. Like these are, and, and you start noticing that to yourself, that is a sign that your job is taking way too much out of you and that it's affecting your physical health. Um, early on in the pandemic, actually, it was, you know, I used to work in higher education, as you all know, and the academic calendar, I mean, I was beholden to the academic calendar for, for decades, first as a student and then as a professional. Well, early on in the pandemic, so April 2020, it was a high stress environment for so many of us. Um, and I remember I was losing my hair. Like I had, I was getting a bald spot, like by my temple. It was, it was terrible. I remember I, I actually took a picture and it's like, oh, ha ha ha, I'm losing my hair from stress. And then I was like laughing, but then I, I, almost, I think I started crying. I was like, wait, I'm losing my hair from stress. And I'm, you know, I'm glad that I noticed that because I was like, wait, this is not this is not okay. I shouldn't be stressed to the point that I'm losing my hair, you know? And so I took that in this opportunity to set boundaries for myself. Um, you know, like I, I started pushing, pushing back to, to a lot of the unreasonable workload that was, you know, contributing to, to my stress. Um, you know, as, as you all know, eventually I ended up leaving that role for a completely different reason. Um, but definitely, um, that is something that to, to watch out for. Maybe you're not, you know, maybe your weight is not affected or maybe you're not losing your hair or maybe you're not breaking out into rashes, but ask yourself, you know, take time to check in with your body to, you know, like the, there is so much power in listening to your body that it can really be a great communicator. All right. Just pause and listen. If you're finding yourself that you're getting, you know, a whole bunch of colds for whatever reason, or if you're finding that, like I said, having trouble sleeping, or maybe, you know, getting migraines or getting headaches or all sorts of physical manifestations that can happen from being, you know, overstressed or unhappy, otherwise unhappy in the workplace then yeah, then that's definitely a sign that it is time to make a change in your career. The fourth sign that I want to talk about is related to the third one, but it is different. And I wanted to make sure that I separated them and that I spent some time on each of them individually. So the fourth sign that it's time to make a move in your career is if your current workplace is affecting your mental health. 
Now, what might that look like? And again, I say this acknowledging that I am not um, a doctor. I am not a mental health professional. I am someone who has experienced workplace trauma. I am someone who has experienced you know, academic trauma and who has done a lot of research on the experience of non-traditional students and first-generation professionals. So my perspective is research-based. It is not uh, the perspective of a medical professional. Now, um, if your mental health is being affected by your job, again, definitely you, like I'll, I'll go back to what I said in the beginning, you deserve a career that is fulfilling. You deserve a career that brings you joy. So if that's not the case, then that may manifest itself in a, a mental health related symptom. Like for example, um, I mentioned irritability, you know, oh, <laughs> I'll actually, I'll mention this one. Crying at work or crying because of work. All right. Um, it, this is something I have to learn the hard way. This is like, I remember I got an email once from a former boss and the email was just very aggressive and, and it was, it was just awful to, to receive it at like 10 o'clock at night, by the way, I ended up calling, well, I ended up texting a colleague who then called me and, you know, I shared the email with her and she was, she completely understood why it was so upsetting to me. And she told me, Carla, your job should not make you cry. And again, this was early in the pandemic. There was a lot of external factors going on. But I always remember that because sometimes we need to be told something as simple as your job should not make you cry. So if you're crying at work or because of work, please know that that's a sign, an indication that you need to make a change. All right. And I say that with love. I say that from the bottom of my heart. Um Police, you deserve a career that is fulfilling. You should not be crying at work. Um, another way that, you know, another um, way that your mental health may be affected is if you are finding yourself being very short, be, being very temperamental, um, you know, being very irritable with your loved ones because of everything that's going on at work, or maybe you're feeling a lot of like added stress, added anxiety. This can all, like if this is caused by your job, then you need to take that as a sign to leave. Like that is very, very concerning. Like your job should not be making, should not be, you know, making you feel this way. Um, other things that I want to acknowledge is the coping methods that many people use to deal with a, a work environment that is no longer bringing you joy. And that is self-medication through excessive eating, excessive drinking, you know, or excessive use of other substances, or even, you know, excessive TV watching, or excessive over-exercising. So basically everything in, in moderation, right? Everything in excess can be harmful, but especially if you are using these things, you know, like food or alcohol, or even like you know, just watching TV like a zombie or even just like exercising for hours and hours, hours or ends. These are all big flashing signs that something is not okay. I'm not a mental health professional. Um, if you have access to EAP, which is usually the employee assistance program, please reach out to them if you're feeling any of these symptoms. 
um, they can, you know, the it's a EAP, so employee assistance programs is it's often a benefit provided by large employers that you know that gives you access to a mental health professional at no additional cost to you. So if you find yourself doing any of these things, please, please seek help first and foremost. And then also please understand that it is okay to leave a job, even if you, you know, even if it brings you joy in some other way, but it's, you know, harmful in other ways, you know, like it doesn't have to be miserable a hundred percent of the time for it to be time for you to leave, you know, like maybe there's just this one little thing that is becoming a huge issue in your life. And then you're seeing your physical and mental health deteriorate. If you are finding that your job is causing you to do any of these things or is causing this physical symptoms, definitely it is time to make a move. All right. So the signs so far, we've covered four. First is you no longer feel joy in what you are doing. The second one is there is a lack of boundaries. So your boundaries in the workplace are not respected. The third and fourth one are that there, you know, there's a detrimental effect to your physical and mental health. And then the fifth symptom is that you simply just keep asking yourself if it's time to make a change. Now, I just talked a little bit about the physical and mental health effects that a toxic job can have. Not every single job is toxic. I mean, most jobs are not toxic, actually. Uh, So I just did want to acknowledge that this is kind of very severe cases in a way. But guess what? Maybe your job is fine. Maybe your coworkers are fine. You know, maybe you have some good days and some okay days and not too often a bad day, but you kind of want more. And you keep on asking yourself, am I happy here? Maybe you're asking yourself, is this it for me? Is there something more for me? Well, guess what? If you're asking yourself those questions, then it is very much a sign that it is time to make a change. It is very much a sign that yes, you do deserve better. To repeat, if you find yourself wondering, is there more for me? Then yes, there is more for you. There are fulfilling career opportunities when you can use your skills, your passions, your interests, your strengths to use them in a way that is meaningful to you, to use them in a way that you know, provides value to use them in a way that helps others and that makes the world a better place. Now, maybe your passion isn't to cure world hunger. You know, maybe your passion is marketing. It is okay. It it is one hundred percent okay. You can find the find you can find excuse me a fulfilling career in marketing or an underwater basket weaving. Whatever makes you happy, there is an opportunity out there for you and you deserve to find and be in a career that is aligned with your passions, with your skills, with your interests. So just because your job is not toxic doesn't mean that you have to stay there. You deserve so much more than just an okay job, all right? You deserve so much more 
than just going about like, yeah, you know, it's not so bad. I guess it's, it's fine here. No, you deserve to be somewhere that you get to wake up in the morning excited for what's to come in your day. You deserve to make a living in a way that lights you up. And, you know, I, I wanted to book in this conversation. I started by talking about joy and I'm ending in a way talking about joy because joy is an important part of life. All right. And work takes up 40 or more hours a week. So there needs that you deserve to have joy in your work. All right. And you can have joy in your work. You can have joy using your strengths and your skills and your passions and and what lights you up. You can bring that into the workplace and you can be well paid for it. All right. You deserve a fulfilling high paying career. And that brings me to my last point. So before I transition, I want to just quick sum, quickly summarize the five points. The first one is you don't have, you no longer find joy in your career. So that's definitely a sign that you are ready for a change. The second one is your boundaries in the workplace are not being respected. All right. Another sign that you can that you're ready to make a change. The third one is your physical health is being affected in a negative way because of a stressful workplace or a toxic workplace or whatnot. The fourth one, the fourth sign that it's time to make a change in your career is your mental health is being affected in a negative way. And we talked about what that might look like. So let's pause there and acknowledge if that is the case, please seek help first and then you know, it's time to make a change. And then lastly, maybe you don't have a toxic workplace, but you are ready for more. You keep on asking yourself, hey, is it time for a change? Yes, it's time for a change. You deserve a fulfilling, high-paying career. And with that being said, I want to take this opportunity to let you know that enrollment is now open for my six-figure accelerator group coaching program. Now, I've designed this to be a small group because I want to get to know each of you individually. All right, I'm going to take the time to have one-on-ones with you and understand what your career goals are, what your strategies are. And in this eight-week coaching space, you will have access to the career success roadmap that helped me double my salary in less than 12 months. All right? The traditional way of going about a job surge, which is, you know, like turn on notifications on Indeed, and then you you find a job you like and you apply. You want 250 other people for every single job, by the way. Um, and then you wait. And then three or four weeks later, you get a message that says, sorry, uh, although you were a great candidate, we decided to go with someone else. Uh, no more of that, please. We are no longer blindly applying into the void that is indeed, that is uh, an applicant tracking system for a corporate role that is likely to get over 250 applicants per job posting. No more of doing that, please. That is out with the old. The new way that I want to teach you is completely changing the paradigm of what it means to advance your career, of what it means to 
accelerate and or fast track your salary to six figures or more. All right. So there are eight modules inside of this program and they are all designed to help you get to your goals faster. They are designed to help you define and articulate your six figure skill set. You know, what you can bring to an organization, what you can contribute. Uh, because let's face it, we live in a capitalist society and, and, and working, having jobs is an exchange of, of time for money, right? So what is your six-figure skill set? In this program, I will help you define and articulate it, all right? Um, another important part of this program is getting your resume to the top of the pile. Like I said, no more blankly applying into the void that is Indeed. Please, none of that. We're going to get your resume to the top of the pile. We're going to get your resume read by humans. This is the most important aspect in changing your role is getting your resume into the hands of humans and how you can do that. All right. So very important. Uh, we go over that inside of the coaching program. And then lastly, after completing the program, you will be able to know and claim your worth. All right. Picture walking into a job interview, whether you're physically walking in or whether you're logging into Zoom with the confidence of knowing your six figure skill set, of knowing what you can contribute to an organization and not just knowing the worth of your experience and knowledge and expertise, but having the confidence to claim your worth, having the confidence to say, I'm looking for a salary of $100,000, all right? Um, or I'm looking for a salary of $80,000, or I'm looking for a salary of $120,000. Whatever it is, wherever you are in your career, this program will help you know and claim your worth. Um, another important part of the program that I don't want to um, don't want to forget is defining your career values and finding clarity. Because listen, if you find yourself, um, you know, like changing a change is good when you are purposefully walking in the direction of your dreams. But if you are changing your setting, but you're not changing your beliefs, or you're not changing um, how you act, you're not changing your habits, then all those problems are going to follow you into that new setting. And that is another thing that we're going to put a stop to inside of the Six Figure Accelerated Coaching Program. All right. So if you are ready to define your six figure skill set, to get your resume to the top of the pile, and to know and claim your worth, please click the link in the show notes. All right, click the link in the show notes. You can read more about the program and you can schedule a call with me. Completely free, zero obligation. You know, if you just have questions, let me know. I'd love to answer your questions. I love talking to everyone who DMs me or emails me or sends me a message on LinkedIn. You know, like I very much do this because there needs to be more first-gen professionals at the top of the corporate ladder, all right? And there, there is room for all of us at the top. There is enough success to go around. There are enough jobs fulfilling 
meaningful, high paying jobs, there are enough of them to go around for all of us. All right. So that is everything that I wanted to share with you. The five signs that it is time to make a change in your career. And if you are ready to make a change, how you can get started today. Um, As always, thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next time.